life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Keeping that fitness promise we made to ourselves is hard. In other words, right now, you're choosing to do a hard thing. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action, providing a little extra motivation to keep that promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging just about 21,000 steps. Again, that's not my goal. That's merely a reflection of how much I love doing this. I'm walking right now and would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes or so. It is a mild spring morning in South Carolina. I did, however, shortly after I left the house, felt a light mist upon my head. And I did check the forecast. This seems to be a common theme here. And there was no rain expected in the next 60 minutes. And maybe to the weather scientists, the weather experts, a fine mist upon my head doesn't qualify as rain, but <laughs> it would have been good to know. I, I can see that the sidewalk is wet. And while it is humid here in South Carolina, I don't think it's this humid. So there has been some rain that's moved through the area maybe overnight and Perhaps that mist is just kind of lingering. So last year, something happened after we moved down here to South Carolina. Because I've talked about Ava was in that terrible accident two days after Christmas. And there were several months of intense recovery. And then towards the middle, late spring... She was able to move about on her own, did not require the assistance, my assistance as much as certainly the the first couple of months after the accident. So I had some more time freedom. And essentially, towards the end of spring last year, was in a place where I anticipated I was going to be right after we moved down here. So we're in a brand new state, brand new location. I'm working from home for the first time ever in my life. And I continued, by the way, to work even after the accident. It was 
radio station was fantastic and gracious, uh, allowing me to work when I could. And I found pockets of time and was still able to do what I was supposed to do. But now I had this time freedom. And something... uh, (laughs) I started feeling anxiety. Now, I want to be clear that I did not go see anyone for this. So what I'm defining as anxiety may not actually be the clinical definition. I just know that for starting in the spring, through the summer, and into the fall, I was feeling this low-level anxiety. That's the best way that I can describe it. That threw me for a loop. It's like, what is going on here? I would have, I would have not been surprised if I had felt that right after the accident, but I didn't. It was, as Ava was further into her accident recovery, where I started to experience that. And I'm still not entirely sure what caused it. But I have a theory. I think one of the factors was I completely lost my routines from Maryland. The accident, of course, created its own set of chaos in the the weeks following. But as that settled down, my lack of routine reality became more apparent. And I have come to believe that there is real power in routines. Now, there's a flip side. The flip side is we get stuck in ruts. We build a comfort... Well, I'll say I do. I get stuck in ruts. I build a comfort zone and just want to live in that comfort zone bubble. And growth happens when there is discomfort, I believe. In fact, one of the things I was... Ironically, one of the things I was uh, looking forward to is probably not the right way to put it. One of the things that I was hopeful of in moving down to South Carolina was actually smashing all of my comfort zones, allowing for some discomfort and growth. I just didn't expect that the discomfort was going to feel like it did. (laughs) Yeah, it was not, not good. But I do believe that there is power in routines. There is a good side to having routines. You don't have to every day redecide whether you're going to exercise because there's always already a routine in place and i believe in the power of having a fitness routine and that was one of the things that i didn't have last spring summer and, and early fall i was in the process of building that routine but it still wasn't fully established I was still playing around with the rhythm of working from home, playing around with the rhythm of when do I, when do I walk? When do I do these other things that are part of my morning? And so those routines were, they were in process, but they weren't established. And I was feeling that 
anxiety. I believe that part of the anxiety was from this lack of routine. And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, to create a fitness routine around your walking. There's power in it because each day you don't have to decide how and where and when to do this fitness activity. And briefly, there are three components to a walking routine. There's the component of when, what time are you going to do it? I know a lot of us walk in the morning. That's when I walk, usually before in uh, before 6 a.m., uh, before the sun rises. And now that's part of my routine. Now, does that mean that I am out the door at, say, 5.45 every morning? No. But it does mean that my routine is I wake up, I'll make some coffee, I'll have half a cup of coffee, I'll think through you know, what I want to talk about as we walk, check the weather, see if it's going to rain, and then head out. And so that's my routine. And it tends to be before 6 a.m. Now, there have been some mornings where, because I gratefully don't need an alarm and don't use an alarm, there have been some mornings where I wake up a little bit later, and that's fine, but it's the same, the same routine in the morning. So, so when, when are you going to walk is important. Pick a time that has as little friction around it as possible, that you don't have to rearrange too much of your life. And again, we're talking 10 minutes to start. So when, where, where are you going to walk? You know, pick a route that at least to establish the routine is the same every day. And that was part of my, I think, part of my struggle last year. There were actually too many options of where I could walk. And so I had to think about that every time I was going out. And that was just adding to, it's a small thing, but it was adding to that level of anxiety. Because I was used to, in Maryland, heading out the door and taking the same route every day. Well, now I had, you know, unlimited options. I can go left, I can go right, I can go straight. Oh, and now I can go, it's, uh, and so I finally established a route for my morning walk. So pick a route, and at least as you're establishing the routine, stick with it. There goes a Southwest jet. Yeah, I'm walking along the uh, airport this morning. It's cool. And then thirdly, how far? And again, we're talking about starting the routine. It's not that once you establish this, it's going to be like this for the rest of your life. No. Once you have the routine established, then you can, then you can riff like a jazz musician. How far? And I am a firm believer that 10 minutes is the perfect starting point. And from there, as you build your fitness capacity, 
you can go longer than 10 minutes. So when, where, and how far. Those are the three legs to establishing a fitness routine around your walking. And I know that now that I have my routine, it just really is super helpful as I begin my day. And that level of anxiety that I felt last year has largely disappeared now. As it, again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I did not get a, an official diagnosis. And I'm also not saying that, it, that establishing my walking routine was the only reason it disappeared. It was, I'm sure, far more complex than that. But I did notice that there were parallels to the two. Establishing that routine and the anxiety uh, dissipating. All right, I have likely exceeded my time. I actually took a little different route this morning. And so I don't have my typical landmark as to, you know, when I hit this point in the sidewalk, okay, it's 10 minutes. So I'm just rambling on like that Led Zeppelin song. Rambling on. That's the only time you're going to hear me sing. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending this time with me, for walking together. Thank you if you've left a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. If you haven't, uh, these ratings and reviews for some are very helpful as they're finding the podcast and then trying to decide whether to invest time listening. I hope we can walk again tomorrow, and I also hope that you have a great day.